This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more cake. Even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. Welcome, welcome to day seven of Riding the Pines NBA Playoff Podcast. I am Hondo here with Gee. What's up, Gee? Yeah, yeah, Gee, are you sleeping at all these days, or are you just like just rolling from one game to another? That's exactly right. <laughs> all the above. Just all, all the above. So we have three games tonight. Three games tonight, and we we're just gonna get into it. We always just get right into it. So let's let's go. Hey, you know what's what's a little bit concerning? Uh, the strength of our predictions last night. Yikes. Yeah, one for three. Not not real strong. So we're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are gonna go right into gameplay. So 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 we are gonna go. Definitely the wrong, definitely the wrong evening. Uh, and we're gonna start the tone with uh, Boston Chicago. <laughs> we're going with uh, Jimmy buckets wearing his Masters golf jacket, <laughs> rooting for the Celtics to win. Um, and Rondo, questionable slash out for the night, so he doesn't even play. He doesn't suit up or anything. Wow. So already. They have a game plan that's not what was predictable. You know, they had to change it up. <laughs> Boston changes it up. Amir neck tattoo Johnson on the bench <laughs> and bring up Gerald Green. So yeah. Gerald Green starts. Yeah. What is this? What's going through your head? What's going through your head with knowing this now? Gerald, Gerald Green yeah. starting is, is quite concerning. Uh, boy, I don't really know what to think. And he just doesn't do much in this game. Well, I think the main reason why they did this is because of energy reasons. They wanted to change it up. They wanted to put more emphasis on Horford to get going down low. And then uh, Gerald Green as kind of like a three-man from the wing, um, just bring more energy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see any other reason. But knowing, them knowing that Rondo was out this night, um, they did this game switch as well. So that kind of set the st- the set the tone, you know? They're now in Chicago, mm-hmm. right? So... Chicago up to Boston must win game three. Oh my right? God. There's and some, there's some spectacularly just terrible quarters going on here. Chicago starts the first quarter off with 15. Boston comes into the second with 11. Oh my God. That's the story of this game. Like it was pretty awful to watch. Just, just trash ball. Yeah. trash. Mm. So 
so basically, it, it kind of works for Horford. Horford ends up ends up scoring what eighteen, leading the charge. If that's yeah. really leading the charge, <laughs> um, he started the game with like a couple threes, and that's un, kind of uncommon from him. So yeah, uh, it was cool to see that, but also um, not sustainable, right? So uh, they need him working down low, so then Isaiah and everyone else can work from the you know, from the from the range. What the hell happened with Butler tonight? I mean, he's he's seven for twenty one, fourteen points in thirty nine minutes. That's that is garbage. Well, I think more telling is the fact that he wasn't aggressive at all. Went like zero for zero from the free throw line, right? He didn't even go to the line, and like the entire uh, um, box score, you know, for Chicago lands them with fourteen <laughs> assists. Guess what happened last game with Rondo? If Rondo logged fourteen assists. Yeah. So without Rondo, they they don't have any distribution. They start Jerry and Grant, which I think is the better of the two mm-hmm. shit stains. And um, <laughs> any any game that you play MCW, you're in, you're in trouble, right? So they really wanted to limit him. This bull team, bull, this Bulls team, sponsored you by Tide. Yeah, taking out the shit stains one one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, boy, you know what's what's funny about this free throw situation that you brought up with Butler? Everybody else from Chicago is perfect from the line. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just he's actually perfect he just decides not to shoot anything mm-hmm. i think um like 46 percent from three for boston was a huge uh relief they needed anything to kind of um just surplant the zipsers and the mirtiches of the world and um i think they had a pretty good pace throughout the whole game i'm pretty sure they were up the whole game um didn't really let up except for the beginning and um you know what happened what happened with Rondo? Like, I want to really know mm-hmm. deep down what happened to Rondo. Um, <laughs> it's like you, the version of Where's Waldo, but Where's Rondo? Kind of. His is he was ruled out because of a thumb, but he's played a playoff game without a fucking hand before, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like I remember this. That's right. He dislocated his entire elbow and like he came back and won that game for Boston against Cleveland. Okay, let's set the stage here. Rondo used to play for Boston. Rondo, championship pedigree player Rondo with Boston. Yes. Boston's down 0-2. Boston has a huge heartfelt storyline leading into game three. Must win game three or else Rondo's suddenly not playing in game three. Rondo. Is it a mob clause? It's a mob clause. That's it. That's what I wanted you to say. I wonder if he got paid, you know? I wonder if he, like, the streets of Boston, you know? Yeah. On his way out. Boy, that's a really, that's a really, you, now you're making this like an unsolved mystery, and it's really just, he's probably just injured with his thumb and just kind of sitting back and relaxing, just always in the up position, too. <laughs> Things are going great. The fully erect thumb. Um Yo, but 28% from three for Chicago, 46, I think I already said this, from Boston. Mm -hmm. Great discrepancy, which makes me really wonder what Chicago's game plan was. They weren't switching. They were just holding their own little, like, mini college zone they were throwing out there. Wow. And they... They their best player was probably, once again, Lopez and Zipser, which is fucking crazy to me. Jimmy Butler wasn't anywhere to be found in this game. Um, He... Clearly didn't want to play in the fourth quarter at all. He was done. And so it was kind of like a grind out, you know, last quarter. And so then you saw a bunch of other random scrubs from Chicago. But, like, 
the Moros and the Valentines of the world, right? <laughs> I'm looking at this stat. <laughs> the Celtics only shot seven free throws this game. The entire game. I don't know, man. <laughs> I really, I don't know. I don't understand that either. But they're not. They're aggressive, but they're like Isaiah Thomas doesn't want contact, right? He's mm-hmm. gonna go fucking down to anything that breathes on him. So, all right, Horford avoids contact. Everyone yeah. avoids contact on that team. I guess for Marcus Smart, but yeah, except for Marcus Smart, but he doesn't play much this game. Um. Okay. So thoughts, thoughts, and predictions on Game Four. Well, this was great because Avery Bradley was four for six from three, and a couple other people like Horford was shooting well from three. Marcus Smart and everyone else. Terry Rozier showed up for some reason. So this is like <laughs> cool momentum for Boston Game Four in Chicago, which would be wild if they even the series. If they even the series, my prediction is Boston takes this now. Yeah, but. I want to know what the fuck is going on with with Rondo. I really want to know what's going yeah. on with Rondo. I mean, so when will we the Raj? When will we know more? I mean, in the morning, in like I don't know, just before next game. I like when is well, they're, the, gonna, they're gonna be when is the next game this. Sunday? Yeah, don't know, man. Okay, all right. There's for game four. There's a lot of unsolved mysteries in this game. For game four, though, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to Chicago still. Okay, if Rondo comes back, if Rondo's out, clear. Clear and present danger for Chicago. I'm going with Boston. So it's all dependent on Rondo. It's all dependent on Rondo. I don't want to make anything dependent on Rondo. I'm nice. going I'm going with Boston. <clears throat> I'm going with Boston, but it's not going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be uh about a five point victory. I feel I feel for uh Chicago fans. Like they're forced to root for Hot Rondo right now, you know? <laughs> like they have no other choice. Get well soon. We want you to get well. This is forced fan participation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld reference. All right. All right, so let's let's move on to our second game of the evening, and that is the Rockets and the Thunder. This game is this this is a pretty solid win uh, for the Thunder, one fifteen one thirteen. Houston is still leading in this series two one, but this basically puts at least puts the Thunder in a situation to to try to tr- to try and tie it up because getting down three zero versus the Rockets is not a situation they needed. Not a situation they could even afford to get into. Obviously, I mean, it's this game is dependent. This is still the MVP chatter. This is like it's so hard to talk about this series because it's just like, well, it's it's either it's either Harden or it's or it's Westbrook. And obviously it's like it's Westbrook in this game because Westbrook goes 32, 32, 13, 11. And what does Harden do? Harden Harden goes 44, 44, six and six. And I don't know. I mean, it's just saying, um, what's that? I don't know exactly what you're saying. Um, they both dominated this game, um, from the get go. So it it was a battle of two MVPs, as you say, but they both put ridiculous stat lines on. No, they they did. So the supporting cast is the reason this game was what it was. And I'm just going to go and said like the game plan for Billy Donovan and, and crew for game three, do something not game two. Right? <laughs> yeah. What was game two? Fucking Westbrook shooting 50 times. Yep. Look at the box score. That is 100% what they need to do from here on out. Yeah, just everyone fucking gets involved. Just massive. Everyone scored. Massive distribution. Look at they, the bench. I mean, just great distribution across the bench. I mean, Cantor goes for 10. You have uh, you have Dougie, Dougie McBuckets for six. You have Brenis. Abrinas okay. with eight. 
Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so the bench produced. The bench shot well from three. Uh, Taj Gibson, Taj Mahal Gibson came Taj, to play. Taj Mahal Gibson. Yeah, I stole your line. Taj Mahal Gibson comes to play, <laughs> and he doesn't take a shot outside of the paint. He fucking hams it in down there, and um, I st- there's a lot of takes. And here's the best take: is Andre Roberson. I know we talk about it too much, <laughs> but he comes right back. He comes right back. He fucking crushed it this game. Um, He's guarding Harden. He's guarding the Arizas. He's guarding Eric Gordon's. He's forcing Eric Gordon to dribble drive. He's forcing Ryan Anderson to dribble drive. If both of them are doing that, look at their fucking stats. Yeah. They didn't do jack from three. They did. <laughs> Roberson crushed it. Roberson had like this huge like fucking two steal, three block, four, you know, yeah. whatever stat line. But he's also crushing from three. He's doing his his job 100% of the time that he's out there. And you can't take him out. Like he's their MVP right now, which is hilarious in this series because he's Garden Harden. He's Garden Harden. There it is. <laughs> you heard it here first. Andre <laughs> Roberson guards Harden. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay. What what a crazy distribution of points for the Rockets, though. I'm just like I'm trying to put my head around this because it's like 44 for Harden, 22 for Williams off the bench, 12 for Gordon off the bench. 18 for Anderson. Like, what? it's just randomness. Maybe. just Those are the people that are going to score in the game anyways, right? But sure. um, the distribution is a little off, we'll say. And Harden kind of pulled a Westbrook. In the end of the game, he wasn't going for anyone. He wasn't looking at anyone. He was playing his game as if he's the MVP. And he so was, it's just a face-off situation. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's really what just... What a predicament. It's really just Nick Cage, and there's, yeah. they're just switching faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Oh, man, that's a... Callback to a movie in the 90s. Shout out to our age. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. So this game started out really well, though, too. Like for OKC, they had like a 6-0 lead. Westbrook wasn't shooting in the first quarter. He was giving it out. He's passing it, distributing it to Taj and uh, Roberson. And I think even like a fucking Adams jam and uh, Oladipo steel jam. It was pretty cool. Like, you know, a steel Oladipo jam. Yeah, yeah. That that's gonna die sometime. Yeah. <laughs> all the games, all the games, all season. That never died. I don't know. He's hit us up on our DMs, man. <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> he He's feelings, alleging you know? copyright infringement on us. Yeah. Um, well, he was doing. He was doing like the Westbrook uh, mimic game, like doing anything from mid range. Oladipo was doing the same thing too. So it was pretty fun to watch. I gotta say, this game was really. Uh, ruthless from the get-go there was like the pace was unstoppable for okc and they had like a 10-point lead pretty much the entire game uh, at one point uh you know houston made a small run and kind of took over for a bit but uh you know this was okc's game and they didn't want to let down their fans and basically westbrook was on a mission to show everyone he's changed his game up for game three yeah. and the, I, I i gotta be honest all all credit goes to billy donovan i think i wouldn't have ever said that but westbrook was channeled like yes was was, was cha- I'm sorry Westbrook was tamed tamed and tamed and just directed I guess I would I would go with directed more so and just yeah. he's not he's not having to take charge Donovan is actually getting the full cast involved like you said and that changes the result here all right so thoughts on the next game obviously this really changes the dynamic and I think it changes the dynamic and conversation, but this is still a very close game. And Harden, Harden almost won this game. He had a last second shot that just 
just rimmed out. Yeah, it was so. awful. It was awful. I don't want to talk about it. I do want to talk about the fact that Westbrook on the line shanked two free throws and back-to-back possessions, was totally in Houston's favor to win this fucking game, mm-hmm. and they just do back-to-back three-pointers from Harden, like casual, nonchalant, with no time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. It pissed me off, man. I because I, he won, he should win. He should have won that game for them, and he, yeah. he just dropped the ball. Um, yeah, thoughts and predictions. Do you yo like Norris Cole? Um, Andre Roberson, uh, Victor Oladipo, you're not scoring on that trio. All of a sudden, they're playing that trio at times, and mm-hmm. that's really cool. to spell minutes for Westbrook. You're not scoring on them. Uh, OKC's found a little rhythm, found a little groove, and I wasn't expecting this because we've not seen any of that in the series. Yeah. And I would go ahead and say, like, OKC game four. Wow. I don't know how... Uh, I don't know how to respond to this game plan because now what does Harden do? He has to do the same game because that's what they did all season long. They can't change it up because their game plan was the same. Yeah, you're right. The game plan is absolutely the same. There's really, there's really nothing else they can do. It's not like, I don't think they're going to change their bench structure. I don't, I don't think they're going to get that much, that much other production out of their starters. I, re- I, you're right. They can't do anything else. Maybe play pink tips a little bit, you know, Montrezel or, <laughs> Or, I don't know, Clint Capella get more than two rebounds, like do a little bit more or something. But he didn't play a whole lot. He didn't have a whole much uh, impact. I think they played a bunch of fucking, like, Eric Gordon. And so, like, Nene was at the five. Or who was it? Uh, uh, Ryan Anderson played a bunch of five, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as a result, Steven Adams didn't even play that much, you know? So, yeah. like, they were point counterpointing each other. Kind of neat to see that in the game live. Both offensive-minded coaches kind of switched up defensive styles, and um, you know, styles upon styles upon styles. So yeah, that's my my prediction yeah, so is you, OKC game four. So it gets and, tied and, up, and and I really i I really like the logic you've presented here, but like part of part of my brain is just suggesting that this is an anomaly for for Houston, and they can still pull it off some way somehow, and. I'm going to ride Houston on this next one. I'm going to say it's really close. I'm going to go four points. Four, four points, four Houston. Points. Uh, okay, cool. I think Andre Roberson um, is honestly my MVP of the series so far, which is hilarious. And um, <laughs> because he's had insane production back to back to back games now. And so I'm more for the course. Does he know what to do with trophies? Does he course. know what to do with trophies? He, he He's used to just getting participation medals. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, last game. Last game of the evening is Clips and Jazz. Clips end up pulling this one out, 111-106. And there was some pretty monster game. There was a very monster game here from Hayward. So Hayward goes off for for 48-4. and Um, You know, this game could basically be dispelled down into Hayward versus Paul. Now, there is a, a very big note to make in this game that Griffin does go out uh, with, what is it? uh, Like a foot? Foot injury of some kind. And that does change the dynamic of the game. So it's basically, it's basically Paul, Paul versus Hayward and Hayward puts up better numbers, but I don't know. The clips just have more in their tank thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts to this game. Uh, This was really kind of more exciting than it should have been. Because um, Utah was up for most of this game, and LAC kind of came back in the fourth quarter and took it over, and it was kind of very annoying that Utah couldn't make a play, couldn't make a shot. 
I would say that Hayward listened to our fucking podcast and came to play, scored 21 points in the fourth in the first quarter. He had something to prove. Like he was kind of miserable in the first series, in the first few games of the series. So he came out, he came guns blazing, proved to his loyal, you know, his mm-hmm. Mormon loyal that you know, <laughs> chant with me, dance with me, you know, make multiple babies and name them after me. <laughs> uh, but Raymond Hot and Ready Pizza Felton. <laughs> I don't do you remember? Do you remember uh, Pizza Hut in like Rose, like in Minnesota? Yes. Remember that that jingle? Four eight 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 eight. Pizza Hut. Raymond Felton Pizza Hut delivery is really great. There it is. He came to play tonight, uh, Hondo, and that was crazy because he had limited minutes, but he just booked it. You are breathing really hard. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like hearing you going. Yeah. <sighs> 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 hey man, Pizza. I got, I got really. Pr- that was a hard press on that jingle. <laughs> I, I got hard. Oh, I got hard pressed on that on that Raymond Felton jingle. <laughs> so I got yeah, really yeah. nothing there. <laughs> All right, Anyways, cont- continue on. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't mean to offend you or anything. Um, well, Felton and it's Crawford. not offensive. It's just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Spates, Felton, Crawford all crushed it from the bench. When uh, Griffin goes down, Luke Mamute, uh, the man with too many names, um, takes the slack. You know, the six slack makes him black. Wow, yeah. that is impressive. And never going back, back, back that. <laughs> I'm done. But no, look at the stats. Like fucking Luke Mabute goes six for nine. You don't see that out of a defensive stud in Luke Mabute. Luke Mabute, Luke Mabute. And um, Luke Mabute. And uh, JJ Reddick had a meaningless game. And, you know, Paul Pierce scores zero points in 21 minutes. But that's crazy, right? Like all these other all these other players doesn't don't come to show up. It's literally just Chris Paul taking it over in the fourth. So what? I, I mean, what what do you do though if you score? If you're somebody like Paul Pierce and you go, you play 21 minutes, you score no points, given given how old you are, just like you retire. <laughs> you say bon voyage. You just retire. And yeah. just, you go on Area Twenty One. Just bring him back into the nursing home <laughs> at you, the at the end of the evening. You show up for KG's Area Twenty One the day after. <laughs> Paul Bingo Bingo will be at this time tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh. Uh, so so let's talk about recalibration then. If uh, if Griffin is out next game, if Griffin is out next game, what happens to the Clips? They're in trouble because Utah uh, sneakily isn't losing a whole lot with Gabriel Gobert out, mm-hmm. which is funny to, for me to say because obviously he changes and impacts the series greatly. Yes, but Favors has been doing a good job. Don't look at the stats. Don't look at the stats. Favors is doing a great job this game, okay. despite what that looks like. Um, Ingles is doing well. Um, Sheldon Mack needs to come to play. Uh, everyone else needs to come to play. But like it was like literally three players that played for Utah, like you know. Uh, George Hill, uh, George Johnson, and Gordon Hayward. Those yeah. are the only three players that came up, that showed up, that wore their, you know, their street clothes to close. Um, the alchemy. Street clothes to close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what I was trying to say was street clothes to close the game. Like, to close the game. Uh, oh. <laughs> I got it now. I got it now. Yeah, yeah. And if you get it, you can have it. Sheldon Mack, you need to do more. Uh, Rodney Hood, I want you to show up in one game this series. That game will be pivotal. Do it here. Do it for the culture. Do it for the Stifle Tower. Just do it. Um, 
we need we need if as as I'm saying as in Utah, I want Utah to win the series now mm-hmm. um, desperately. We need him to score at least 15, 20 points in one game just mm-hmm. to spell a little bit because Hayward had an amazing game. It's actually probably able to be replicated, but won't because it's Hayward. And uh, I don't think he replicates 40. No. I don't think he replicates 40. I think I think Hill can do what he did again. I think I mean, Joe Johnson can go for more. Um yeah, you're right. You're right. It's. I think it's dependent on Hood. I think fav- obviously favors can step it up a little bit more. So, I think I think Utah has enough. I think Utah has enough to do it, especially if Griffin's out. So, what's your prediction for the next game? Jazz led by 14 in this game, and CP3 was like, "Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that." Is that? Right? But is it? Is it just because of his? Kind of playoff prowess? Is it just because it's He's just so crafty, C- C- man. CP3? Uh, what what is it? It's yeah, it's yes, it's CP3 going ham, and he's crafty. He's not fucking flopping coptering everywhere. He's <laughs> he's actually trying to get a game winning bucket, you know, or yeah. game scoring possession. Not playing that game within the game, just playing what's in what's in his wheelhouse. And I liked I liked what I see in him. I like what I saw in him, but honestly, like I hate watching that team so much that it's like hard to. Like contently watch that that side of the ball, yeah. And so I'm hoping for a fucking game four. You know, Gobert come back, and we said this: if Gobert's back, Utah wins. But we kind of said that with the clauses: if he's not back, I'm pretty sure LAC wins. So we were. This is our one game that we won, or we got right, I guess. We got, uh, game, we got right, but we really don't feel good. We don't about feel it. good about it at all. <laughs> we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna you know light some pancakes. What this is? This some- is our remorseful victory. <laughs> okay, so 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 even but so if Gobert comes back, if Gobert Gobert is back, obviously, or I'm going Jazz fully. Mm-hmm. But even without Gobert back, I I still want to go Jazz. Go Bear back. I just I want the emotional bet. I want the emotional bet. I don't want the logical bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take all logic out of this equation. I would say. Um, Blake Griffin is the X factor in this game. If he shows up, the Clippers will take this game. Game four. If he if he's unable to play, Jazz. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we have a couple of games coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow we're gonna be in West Seattle, live, live in West Seattle. Live, live West Seattle. So games tomorrow include Raptors, Bucks, Wizards, Hawks. Spurs, Grizz, and Warriors, Blazers. I know I'll see you all night tonight, tomorrow night rather. Yes. Because that's going to be a large breakdown. A large, large breakdown. And an emotional one for the Aaron. Yes. The Aaron K. The Aaron K. Now, Bucks, Bucks, Raptors, we're going. We're going Bucks. We're going Bucks. 100%. Yeah, have to. We're going Wizards. Over Hawks, hundred percent. The line says the line says Hawks, which is that's a trash line, money. Vegas. Trash line. Let's bet on this thing. Let's go to Vegas tonight. <laughs> I don't have time. Spurs Grizz. You know Spurs are going to bounce back. Uh, they have to. Yeah. Because I'm, all they do is listen to Big Sean. You know. All they do. No. <laughs> they also run sprints for Pop. You're right. I I love I love pops just just sprinting down the hallway. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's the best that, meme. It's the best meme I don't out there. I still don't understand that at all. I don't know why he did it, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he does what he does. So yeah, but he wins he wins games, wins series. So we'll we'll see that. I don't I I think that 
that win from the Grizz was an anomaly. I don't think it can be replicated. You love saying that word. I would say that um, Golden State crushes the Blazers again. This time, probably by like 15. What? 15? Okay. I was going to say 40. Okay. (laughs) That's what the F was. This F sound. All right. Uh, Sounds and breathing are are becoming an issue as we get into... As we get into day eight here, uh, we're recording over uh, over the the witching hour. Mm. Um, Yo, Forks, Washington. Let's get that <laughs> twilight light, light, mm-hmm. light, light, light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so right. We predicted all the games. What are we? What are we up to? What are we? What were we looking ahead for? Like, what are some like thoughts that are going to kind of creep up? What are some stats that are going to show up? What are some like, like anomaly stats? Not. <laughs> I love you. When just you just, just rolling rolling anomalies. Yeah. Um. Man, I'm trying to think. Well, you see that you see the eight teams. Well, you see the eight teams. Maybe like a forty for Giannis, as I said. Um, forty for Giannis, four for Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, Beal, like a triple double, triple double for Wall. Beal and Wall for eighty. Yeah, you got that. I'll, you got that unlock. I'll take that unlock. Spurs win. Is that is that uh, an anomaly? No. Spurs win. So. Does Ginobili score in this game? <laughs> Two points for Ginobili. Two points? Two hip, points for Ginobili. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip. He, does he have um, it? Oh, let me see. Is Nurkic is not playing. Nurkic is not playing. Kawhi with... KD's not playing. Kawhi with 35. Oh, we have already moved on. Oh, okay. So Kawhi 35? Kawhi 35. A, a, a quiet Kawhi 35. Nice. And oh, yeah, in the last game, yeah. Like so Nurkic isn't playing, Katie's uh, not playing, like McAdoo is playing and fucking McCaw's playing and Ian Clark is playing. So do we do we just go and pick a JaVel McGee MVP <laughs> yeah. of of game four? Mm-hmm, sure. All right. JaVel McGee with twenty. It's game three. Okay. Well then it's really hard to predict game four because we I'd really appreciate knowing what happens in game three first. <laughs> <laughs> but hey man. PDX faithful Rip City. Maybe they're gonna ripped ripped shirt city after yeah, they're yeah. just they're really disgruntled after what happened again. <laughs> you know what? That's gonna wrap it. That's yeah, yeah. that's that's probably gonna wrap. Ra- that's <laughs> we're, gonna Send t- it out. we're gonna tie this up and uh, close her down. Um, we'll be back with thoughts, predictions, analysis. A lot of incoherent rambling for day eight of the NBA Playoff Podcast brought to you by Rod McClain. I'm Hondo here with Guy. Guy, get some sleep. Peace. This has been a Vencast Studios production. This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, quote today at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.